So let's be honest, you need this job like yesterday. The courtship has been brutal. A phone screening, briefing from the recruiter, in-person interview, Skype with the supervisor, shook three hands at the panel interview slash lunch meeting, a debriefing with the recruiter, and then crickets. What now? Should you play hard to get? Or call twice a day for the next week, leaving stalker-esque voicemail messages. Well, no, hold on. Just take a deep breath. You've got this. After numerous meetings, now is not the time to let them see you sweat. In today's pod class, we talk about your follow-up strategy and how to make the best impression. So when should we follow up? In accordance to the three methods, the email, the snail mail, the phone call, there are some timely uh, timeliness and some etiquettes associated with each method. Let's start with email. With an email message, I would suggest that you send that follow-up immediately after the interview of course especially if you are in a tech related or tech adjacent type of industry and honestly these days everything is tech adjacent Um, however especially if you will be working with anything that has to do with computer systems or interfaces or interactions of that nature definitely have a default or a backup or one of your strategies as that email and the email should be immediately after the interview how do we make it immediate we just walked out how fast is fast fast enough i would say from the time it takes you to walk from the interview to your car sit in the car for a few moments you should be able to pull something out of your draft folder that you've already you've already kind of etched out the the way you want the flow of the follow-up to go and then within a few moments type in one thing that would be specific to that meeting so that it doesn't look like you send the same thing to everybody okay but it should happen immediately after the interview or maybe it is between the time that you get in the car and you drive around the corner to the mcdonald's where they have free wi-fi and you get on your you know a tablet or something and then you actually send a message to them and again email immediately after the interview So what about the snail mail? Again, snail mail is a different type of media and it also requires a different type of strategy. Uh, It does happen immediately, however, not as immediate as the email. And what I'm saying is it could happen that you have written a thank you card written something very specific about the last meeting that you just had and then put it in the mailbox sometime that afternoon or the very next morning so that it will arrive during the the week of that interview snail mail is a little bit more personal has a little bit more personality i would suggest using your own handwriting if you're going to go that route if not have something uh typed 
formally and then have your signature at the bottom saying thanks and you know have your signature in cursive do your very best I don't know if the uh, the Millennials still write in cursive <laughs> but uh, do your best okay uh, but you definitely could uh, send a thank you card a note card a, gener a generic note card that you've gotten from um, a, a drugstore or if you go to the uh, office supply store they may have a box of some generic note cards and you could definitely put a few sentiments on that card and then drop it in the mail with a posted stamp I've also seen uh, and heard of individuals who have a pre-filled out thank you card and on their way out of the door they dropped a thank you card in the receptionist mailbox and that was very appropriate as well so it just depends on your personality your person and your strategy and how to make that work and similarly with that phone call I would suggest that you wait uh, three to five days and it also it depends on the interviewers preference but keep because keep in mind um, that interview the the phone call seldom happens when the other person is available to pick up the phone so you're ready to talk to them hopefully you've waited between business hours of 8 to 4 30 maybe Monday through Friday uh, maybe you omitted that time in the middle of the day where everybody seems to go to lunch from like noon to 1:30, and so anytime in that very narrow time frame someone could be have could have just walked out of their office or have been in a meeting or is in a meeting so again having a phone call in this culture is very difficult to meet someone and have them pick up the phone at the same time that you have decided to pick up the phone so having the conversation at the end of the interview is just you know crucial it's critical to say hey how what would be the best way to reach you and what would be the best time and what would be the best day and so again making those notes and sticking to it but um, rule of thumb phone call if you haven't had that discussion then three to five days uh, may be more appropriate because the three days says that I'm going to give you time to interview everyone else and then five days gives you time to interview as well as make discuss make decisions about hiring for that position and again you take those days into consideration uh, but for me the very best scenario I would want for any of you listening within the sound of my voice is make sure you talk to the recruiter make sure you talk to whoever is in the vicinity and ask them what would be the best way to follow up and when would be the best way to follow up and so we don't have to play a guessing game or phone call roulette at the end of the week and then you are uh, upset or you're still anxious anxiously waiting for uh, some type of semblance that you got the job when you could have had that conversation before the end of the, the last meeting okay so that leads me to my very last topic what should you ask and what are some of the conversation tips for that follow-up keep in mind a follow-up is not just a thank you note it's not just a I'm so happy that you had the I had the opportunity to talk to you and I really really need this job and please let me have this day. it's not a begging session the follow-up is not a 
a brown nosing session either where you're just saying thank you over and over and over again okay the, the follow-up is a very polite way to let the interviewer know that you are ready to move forward and sign on the dotted line for this job and so it's slightly aggressive but friendly and playful it is a way to uh, bridge the gap from interview to offer letter okay so what are some of the things that we should say uh, number one thank them again for considering you for the cover the position thank them for the conversation but not overly thankful just saying it once in the document once in the email once on the phone is plenty the second thing that you should do make sure that you mention something about the interview in the conversation or in that message uh, it should go something like this I learned a lot about the organization from my research before our meeting but I really appreciate the fact that you told me about X Y and Z or I really thank you for giving me that tip on how to be a better uh, interviewer for this type of position going forward thank you so much or I really appreciate the fact that you took the time to introduce me to your colleagues you took the time to introduce me to the people that would I will be working with and again notice how I said I will be working with so that helps to again bridge the gap it shows that you are a little bit of a assertive and that you are uh, eagerly awaiting the offer letter okay um, what else should you do to uh, what else should you use for that the conversation um, you should ask if there are any other pointers that you that person can give you for uh, that particular position and so the pointers would be not necessarily pointers for the next time you apply for a job just like this at another type of company or this company but it could be pointers for when you get the job and once you have your you know hard hat on and your tool belt ready that you are uh, now ready to go to work because I've given you this insider tip for how to make the work day better okay so again ask if there are any pointers for uh, moving forward in the work environment that's a good uh, thing to add to your follow-up conversation slash letter communication okay and then another thing that you should definitely consider adding to that follow-up especially if it's on the phone you want to know how long your application or resume will be on file for consideration I have definitely um, spoken to students before who have applied for large companies and for some reason they they interview quite a few people and then there's always what they like to call a hiring freeze or some type of rewriting of the job description there's something goes on in uh, the organization where the red tape slows the process down and so because of that you may become uh, disenfranchised or you may just be uh, well I just don't know they haven't called me they haven't given me the green light I haven't been accepted in the position for so long you uh, 
feel like you just don't you didn't get the job however sometimes it takes more than a week sometimes it takes more than a month sometimes it takes more than three or six months uh, case in point I talked to a student before she put in an application at the the local hospital system that's here in Memphis and so if you know anything about our hospitals they don't just have one building with 20 floors they have several locations all across the city with very specific niche types of patient care and so it's really a hospital system and so because of that it makes their corporate structure very wide and so they have um, quite a bit of I would say red tape, <laughs> but it's it's really paperwork that has to be processed and decisions that have to be made. And because of that, putting in an application at the online portal led to six weeks to eight weeks of not hearing anything that the young lady was very, very qualified to, um, to handle. So there was no uh, interaction other than the auto reply from the the um, application online after eight weeks she got a phone call there was a phone interview wonderful there's progress everybody's excited she's gonna get this job or she's in line for this job they're considering her and then it was silence it was crickets there was nothing and so two months later then the phone call comes back oh we we've just been approved for this position we want you to come in for an interview and so at that point, she had just about given up for that particular job. Just so happens she was still in the job market. She went in and finally got the job. But keep in mind that the progression of that courtship was so long and so intense. And so you have to be mindful of what type of organization that you're applying for, what is their um, timeline to hire, and then perhaps what are some of the things that have happened in the past with other candidates who apply for similar situations. So you could definitely ask those types of questions, especially if it's a phone call and you have the opportunity for a back and forth conversation. I would suggest an email. You could draft out a uh, an email that has those types of questions and very clearly stated so that the person gets your email and then is prompted to send you a reply with that information so that you know that even if I haven't heard from them in three weeks especially if it's the middle of the summer some companies have what's a year-end um, process for all of their business functions and then they it may be in the middle of the summer uh, or it may be at the end of December whatever their um, their year-end process is and whenever that occurs sometimes their hiring is stopped at that point so be very cognizant of that ask those types of questions you'll get a really good response and you'll also feel better about the conversation um, asking questions in a follow-up helps to keep the conversation going and then it also helps you feel better about that waiting game all right so that's all the time that we have for this pod class keep up with me keep up with this um this information you could always connect with me on 
LinkedIn, you can connect with me on Twitter. Please subscribe to this so that the next time there is content, I will definitely be putting things out on a weekly basis now that um, those summer initiatives have ended. Um, and then definitely share it with your friends. If you have anyone who's looking for a job, who's in the job market, someone who you feel is a student or someone who should be working or should be looking for a job, then please do uh, share this this one particular um this class with them and then if they like it then they can subscribe the more that um the more followers the more subscribers i will continue to count the ranks and every time i have passed a milestone then i'm going to give away a padfolio what is a padfolio so it's one of those things that you need to put your resume in when you get to the interview and so many of the students that I come across they're ready they're ready with the content of their interview they've practiced questions they have copies of their resume and then they don't really have anything to put it in so invest in yourself and buy a portfolio but I'm telling you now if the numbers creep up to a hundred or a thousand and then um 100,000 and a million every time i get to a milestone i'm definitely going to give out one or a number of them so that we can keep this momentum going all right so until the next time this has been for serious applicants only all right so the best way to implement your follow up is to make sure that you are planning for uh, the conversation and the communication and so in the midst of creating a, a wonderful resume and connecting with people through professional networking and definitely being called in for interviews you always have to have that end game in mind it's good to plan in the preseason it's awesome it's very good to be on the field and working out the, the, the different plays of the the game but what about the end game and so the end game ultimately is to get the job but how do you bridge that from the interview to uh, getting that offer letter and so the follow-up is a crucial piece of that step of a crucial part of that game plan all right to complete my uh, sports analogy all right so there's three things that I think are very important to the follow-up and those three things are you ready to write this down email snail mail and the phone call all right so what is email of course we all have an email address hopefully it's part of your um, your personal branding you have your name you have your email address that should also include your personal brand like your your first and last name perhaps a, a symbolism of your industry but whatever the case may be you should be able to use that email address to send a message to the person who has interviewed you okay and so when they receive that message it should be very clear that who it's coming from and then what the content of the message is about it is the follow-up from the meeting that you just recently had okay so the next way that you can follow up would be what I call snail mail what is snail mail so it's just a, uh, a phrase that I use 
and some other uh, people may use it as well but it's just anything that you will put in the post office the post box anything that is written by hand or on a piece of paper it's a tangible item a token that can express your sentiment your sentiment is the follow-up the thank you what are the next steps what do we need to talk about so again that snail mail is the next step or a type of way that you can convey the follow-up conversation uh, after an interview all right and so the third way would be the phone call all right number one was email number two was snail mail number three the phone call so the only problem I have with the phone call is that in today's society it's really um, it's really an issue to have both people available to talk at the exact same time and so you could try to estimate and say uh, Monday through Friday business hours between you know 8 and 4:30, making sure that you uh, omit those lunch hours however it's just still a it's a it's a dice game I want to say a crapshoot as far as being available and having that other person be available to pick up the phone and talk to you at the very same time and so the phone call ultimately will lead to a voicemail message that you sometimes you have the option of pressing star and re-recording or just uh, the matter of you know saying everything that you need to say but you can't really get a full conversation from a voicemail all you can do is uh, really give your name say why you're calling and then hope that they call you back so that you can have that conversation and again the follow-up is not just a you know did you can I have the job did you hire someone else it is a it's really t asking the person what were some of the, the pointers that you need to know from that conversation the interviews conversation and we'll talk a little bit more about the um, the content uh, as we go on but again how we can follow up after an interview three ways don't discount e either way they all have a very uh, good value and they all have a distinct purpose one is the email uh, one is the snail mail and one is the phone call now my bonus um, point that I would say as far as the, the follow-up or what would be the best way to follow up uh, would be the interviewers preference now how do you find out what the interviewers preference is well during the interview after the interview you would ask them at that point uh, usually the conversation kind of goes like well do you have any questions for me at this time at the end of the interview uh, you may have some things that are very specific to the position you may have some questions that are specific to the organization but then you have questions about follow-up you should always end that conversation with next steps meaning that you are actively engaged and that you are anxiously waiting for the uh, the opportunity to sign on the dotted line so that you can uh, start working on Monday however it may not happen that way however asking at the end of an interview what would be the interviewers uh, method prefer preferred method and preferred time period is uh, a really good way to know exactly how that person wants to be contacted and so 
by default I may have email as my preference but if I talk to the interviewer and they say you know what I would really like to hear from you in a few days or I'd like to hear from you in a certain amount of time if you can just give me a call uh, usually nine o'clock in the morning is the best time to call me and then we can talk about the next steps and so for me having the conversation talking about what's the best method and what's the best time really helps both parties feel as though that um, the goal is being met and progressing along on a very good timeline because keep in mind the interviewer wants to fill the position just as quickly and just as much as you want the job hopefully even more right so having that conversation at the end of the interview helps you to determine what would be the best way to follow up and then definitely making sure that you write that down or jot it down once you get back to the car and once you get back to your your note pen and paper well honestly if you have that folio right in front of you you can write it down at that point but making sure that you uh, follow those instructions uh, after you've had that conversation okay so we're going to take a really short break and then when we come back we'll talk about the timeliness of that follow-up.